Merry Christmas, Mike. Oh, and a happy holidays to you, my friend. What are we up to today? Today, we are kicking off a 13-part series looking at the 12 days of Christmas. Today, we'll be talking about the song itself, and then each line of the song will get its own episode every day until January 5th. Looking over this list, you're going to learn a ton about birds, because we're going to talk about a lot of birds. I think there are like 23 birds. It's a real theme to the song, isn't it? And what you're going to learn over the next days is maybe more you know like that's some intrigue Stephen. we've got to build the intrigue maybe there's more birds than you imagined 12 days of christmas hails from merry old england and was initially published in the 1780s but the exact year and writer they're both unknown the lyrics have been paired with numerous pieces of music over the years you probably already have the one we're thinking of in your head as we're talking today uh, that is the tune we are most familiar with. Is it adapted from a traditional folk melody written by Frederick Alsting around 1909? So it lasted for a long time it did. before it got the song that we know today. I think it was a rap before it got the folk melody. Uh, like Hamilton style. Exactly. Exactly. As Mike mentioned, it's not possible to attribute the song to a single writer. But the best-known early version of the song popped up in a children's book published in London around 1780. The book was named Mirth Without Mischief. In the book, the song was illustrated with woodcuts, with the artwork attributed to engraver and artist Thomas Bewick. That said, there is some evidence of the song dating back to the early 1700s, so earlier than the 1780s, with some versions only having 10 stanzas. I can only hope that that meant that there were fewer birds, The lyrics, though, have changed over time. They vary from region to region, as you would imagine. Many early sources claim the song is a memory and forfeits game. So the way that this works is participants repeat a verse of poetry recited by the speaker. Players who make a mistake have to pay a penalty, such as offering someone else in the crowd a kiss. Uh, And, you know, because if you actually sing the song the way it's supposed to be sung, it takes a really long time. It does. (laughs) Like, it could take a long time. The song chronicles a series of gifts sent by the singer's true love. These gifts mark the 12 days of Christmas, which run from December 25th all the way through to January 5th. This dates back to the year 567, and the season is called Christmastide in some Christian traditions, with several of the days having their own titles— such as St. Stephen's Day, which is celebrated on December 26th. Honestly, I'm pretty offended that there is no St. Mike Day, and I think we should, uh, we should get to changing that. Maybe add a 13th day of Christmas? We can call the Pope and see if he'll let us do it. Do you have the direct line? No. Okay. The 12 days of Christmas have been covered by just about every modern musician you can think of, all the way from Alvin and the Chipmunks to Frank Sinatra, therefore covering the entire gamut of music. Right? Yep. That does <laughs> That's it. it. Those are the two yep. end posts. That is it. That's <laughs> the polar opposites. If you celebrate Christmas and haven't sung it this year, you're probably in the minority, especially if you've gotten this far into the episode. In 1984, the Christmas price index began as a somewhat silly economic indicator, taking into account the prices required for everything listed in the song if purchased in the Philadelphia area where this began. As you may imagine, some latitude is acquired here. 
For example, the Philadelphia Ballet estimates the salary for the Leaping Lords, and that's how they count that. I don't think this is silly. I think this is fantastic. I love this idea. In 1984, <laughs> for example, the total for the entire Christmas price index, so buying everything spoken about in the song, was $12,623.10. Last year, it crossed $40,000 for the first time. I can only assume it's more. <laughs> But yes, not even Christmas can escape inflation. All right, that does it for this episode. We'd like to thank Adam for the festive music that we're using for this series. So you may have heard the uh, very special theme song. You can check out his work at the links in the show notes. If you want to read more about the song itself, the background, and more, check out the links on our website at relay.fm slash ungenius slash 166. They're also right there in your podcast player. And until we learn what a partridge actually is, Mike... Say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, y'all.